Hey there, this is Tiff and welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is we solve your problems so that you're out there working on achieving your big dreams and big goals. So when you listen to these episodes, if you can do me a favor, take a screenshot of the episode that you're actually listening to, share it on social media and share it with your friends with hashtag potential with tip so that I can give you a shout out and really thank you for listening because I'd really appreciate it. Hey there, this is Tiff and welcome to today's episode. Well, what are we going to be talking about today is lessons learned. If you haven't heard these episodes before, what I do at the end of each week is I talk about some lessons learned, whether I've learned a lesson, I've seen someone that's learned a lesson, we've had a conversation or something that's come up through something that I've noticed you know, online or through media or, or so on. We want to be making sure that we're looking at lessons learned, lessons in which that we can learn that it's all about improving ourselves. So we always want to make sure we want to look back and go, okay, what did I learn from from today? What did I learn from last week? What can I do to keep working on improving me? Okay, that's what we want to make sure that we're working on. So today, what we're going to be doing, or this week, is we're actually looking at two lessons that I've really, I'm going to highlight for you this week that to make you aware of so that what are we doing? We're working on looking at the lessons. So what what we can then do is work on improving ourselves, isn't it? Because it's always about learning and growing, becoming the people that we want to become because we've got to a point to where we are now, but in order to where we want to go, we've got to keep working on improving ourselves, haven't we? So I look forward to sharing these two lessons with you. Focusing on your game is the first lesson. So if you follow the tennis, you've probably seen the result from the ladies' French Open final and you would have seen that another Aussie, Ash Barty, congratulations, Ash, uh, has won the French Open. So that was absolutely awesome effort. And she's actually been the first woman from Australia to have won that event, the French Open, since 1973. And the last female from Australia that actually won that was Margaret Court. So congratulations, Ash. That's an absolutely awesome effort. Also, you would have also been aware that Rafael Nadal won the men's. No surprise there, hey? That's actually his 12th French Open win. That's absolutely amazing. That's incredible. I believe he's up to about 18 major titles. And look at that. He's done 12 French Opens in that. What a success rate. But if we actually look at it, is why did they win? Why did Ash Barty win win her event? And why did Rafael Nadal win his event? What did they have in common? And you'll hear them say, you know what? I played better than anyone else. Yep, they did. They played better on the day. Every match that they had and that they came up against people, they played better than that person on the day. That's that's a great answer for sure. But you know what else that they have in common? And this is what they have in common when they step out into the court. They're going to give the best of themselves and they're going to play their game. You hear that? They're going to play their game. So the thing is, is you can't control what someone else does. So if you play their game, 
They have control over you, don't they? But you can't control it. So what you need to make sure that you're doing is focusing on your game because if you focus on your game and what you can do, you get to control you. You don't get controlled by someone else because that's all you can do. So the thing is, is you don't want to react to someone else's play. You need to be focusing on your game and that's what they do. The top players in the world, doesn't matter what level um, of sport they play in the sense of what sport they play is what I meant to say. doesn't matter what type of sport they play. The top ones in the world, what do they do? They focus on their game. They have a game plan as well, by the way, but they focus on their game. But for you, what have you got to do? You've got to focus on your game too. Don't be dictated by what other people do. You've got to learn to control you. You've got to focus on your game because when you focus on your game, you can control you. Ash Barty was saying that in her interviews. When I focus on my game, I can take on anyone in the world. When I focus on my game. Right? So you need to make sure that you're focusing on your game. You're giving the best of you that you can and you go for it. Right? You've got to keep fighting. You've got to keep believing. And well done to, to Ash Barty and, and Rafael Nadal. That's such an awesome effort. Congratulations and thank you. Thank you so much to both of you setting the examples of what a true professional does. Right? They focus on their game. So that's lesson one. Lesson two. You can see the finish line, but you've still got a way to go to get there, haven't you? You've still got to get there. So if you think about it, you can see the finish line. It's like if you're in a running race you can, or a bike race or a swim race. You're even running a marathon. You can actually see the finish line. And you know that you're there. But you're not quite there yet, are you? Because you're not yet finished. You still have to complete that race. And sometimes it can do two things to you, one to two things to you when you see the finish line. It can either push you and it'll push you to finish or you have this thing where you just hang in there, just try to, try to get past that finish line. But the thing is, is then you back off the intensity. So which one are you? Are you one that pushes to finish the best that you can? Or do you just sort of hang in there hoping that you're not going to make any mistakes and you can just get there? So the intensity changes. You back it back away from it. Because I always find that that's one of the toughest parts of the race or a game or a tournament or a match. You can taste it but it's not over yet, is it? And when you're competing, this is how we need to make sure we're looking at it. When you're competing, the first part of the match or the race is you're looking to lock yourself into some type of rhythm that you can maintain and control, right? Remember, you've got to maintain. So you're easing yourself in. You're trying to get yourself to a rhythm or a level in which you can maintain, But as we get closer to the finish line, it actually doesn't mean that it's over though, does it? Because the hurdle here is 
that you have to get over the line. So the hurdle is too, is when we start to maintain the focus, we have to continue that focus and especially to get over the finish line, at times we have to increase the focus, we have to increase the intensity because we need to make sure that you're finishing strong. It's not the time that you back off. You've got to push hard in those last few moments. Could be the last kilometer, could be the last five kilometers. In golf, it could be the last two or three holes, maybe four. So if you think of it, if you play a, um, a sport like, say, golf, I'll use golf as an example because it's easy to explain. So what I always suggest to people is you always start off and you ease yourself in. You need to find your rhythm and your feel. So that's what you're really working on in especially the first three to four holes. You're working on settling in to the game. You're working on settling into your rhythm. And then what you want to do between, say, that third to fourth hole right through to about 15, you want to make sure that you're maintaining that rhythm. But when you get to about 15, oh, you know that it's getting close to finishing, don't you? Now, that can be awesome, right? You're like, oh, it's nearly over. Fantastic. But the thing is, is when we get to that space of 15, 16, this is what a lot of people tend to do is they tune out. So some people start thinking about what they're going to do when they're finished. But the thing is, is we need to make sure that we're focused on when it counts. And that's your last three to four holes because it's not over. It's not over. It's about being more diligent. It's about being more aware. It's about keeping on working on what you've already done, had done and you're maintaining that level. You've got to get past the finish line. Because I always say, you know, the, the, the game isn't over, especially in golf. The game isn't over until the last putt is played. Or you could think the game isn't over until the last shot is played. Going forever to a point. Same with my book. I'm I'm getting so close to the finish line. Proofreaders done it. Now I'm going through the whole book again to make sure that all the editing's in place. Going through the proofreading, I can taste it. It's getting so close, and I know what it's going to look like. I know what the cover's going to look like. I know what the title is. It's so close, but there's still a few more things that I have to do. A few more jobs that I have to do on it to get it done. Because we need to get over the finish line, don't we? So we've got to keep going until we get there. So whatever it is that you're doing, think about your sport and take it back to your sport. What would you do in your sport? You keep going until you've crossed the finish line. You keep going until you've heard that full-time whistle blow. If you're swimming, you keep going until you've hit the wall. If you're playing golf, you keep going until you've played that last part. If you're playing tennis, you keep going until you've played that last shot, the winning shot, the best shot that you can do. You just keep going. So I hope you enjoyed this week's Lessons Learned. 
Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, love it too if you could share these episodes with your friends. And remember, always dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Take care. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions about the frustrations that you're actually going through right now, come over and visit my site, tiffany-mika.com, and you will see on the homepage I've set up Ask Tiff. Now, what Ask Tiff is, is this is where you can ask me a question and I will record an episode for you on how to solve that frustration or those frustrations you're actually going through so that we can get the problem solved for you so that you're actually out there achieving your big dreams and goals. So if you want me to mention your name in the episode, happy to do so. If you don't, I can keep it anonymous. It's fine by me. But make sure you go over and and go to the Ask Tiff on the homepage of my website. If you've just got 30 seconds to spare, I'd also appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. And remember, take a screenshot, add the hashtag potentialwithtiff so that I can give you a shout-out for sharing these episodes on social media. I'd really appreciate it. And remember this, always, always, always dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams.